Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. To me, it's insane to think about just how different this year's Broncos versus Jets game uh, was compared to last year's Broncos versus Jets game. I swear, I could probably name at least a million different things going on between these uh, two games. But the one thing that there is a common core to this to this story, to this grain, to these two Broncos teams that seem very different but are very similar for one reason, and that is they both have inept coaching. We hated Vic Fangio. He was not good, especially the offense was horrible. But it's crazy to think that I am yearning. I am yearning for the day that we had an offense that could at least put up 26 points. The Broncos have put up 16 points or less, and I think it's six out of, out of their seven games this year. Six out of their seven, they're putting up 16 points or less. That is abysmal. They're four, I think their average is dropping out to 14 points per game, so easily the worst one in all of the NFL, and it's just painful to see. It's so, oh man, I, I where do we even start with this game? Uh, I, mean, I mean, one thing we can start with, yes, this is horse tracks for Monday, October 24th. This is just hours, I think about when this goes live, it's going to be about 12 hours removed from the ending of the Jets and Broncos game, and um, I honestly, you know, 
I'm at the point. I'm at the point. I don't know about you, a lot of you guys, but I'm at the point where this is just, well, watching this game, it was, first of all, horrible. If you stayed awake somehow during that third quarter, hats off to you because I about died trying to watch that. Um, so... It's just at the point where I'm not even mad. I wasn't even getting angry at that game. I was just more where I'm just disappointed. In fact, like if watching the Broncos season this year feels like watching Super Bowl 48, but just a longer version of that, because to me in that game, I would never got angry. I never got like just really mad and screaming at TV and stuff like that. I was just sad and I just continued to get more sad. I was just quiet and sulking and just how did this get worse oh boy but we uh we're going to take a look at the game we're going to take a look at some of the quotes coming out of the game some really bad stuff from Hackett um and we're going to take a look at some bad stats and the latest injury news that I have for you uh but of course like I said I'm Ross on behalf of Mile High Report this is going to be Horse Tracks for Monday. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, whether it be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you catch your podcast from. Thank you so much for tuning in. I, my, my, I, I want to accommodate you because you guys deserve so much credit for watching, not only watching these games, but then coming to listen on these podcasts, reading the articles on milehighreport.com. Um, tons of amazing ones every single day. Tons of podcasts every single day. Um, so... You know, it's one thing to have to talk about this, but another thing to go every way to listen to this. So to our listeners, you guys are just the greatest fans in the world. And I, I, you guys don't get enough credit. Do not get enough credit. So thank you so much. I sincerely mean that. Um, and of course, if you haven't followed us yet, you can follow us like on the Spotify, Apple Podcast platforms, or anywhere you're tuning in today. Um, go ahead and make sure to follow us at Fourth and Long. Um, excuse me. That is, I'm trying not to plug my my personal one. It's, you know, just from episodes and episodes and episodes of plugging your own stuff, it kind of gets stuck in your head. You can follow us at Mile High Report. Um, that's uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You catch yours truly uh, running the Instagram. So any thoughts you guys have when it comes to the Broncos or even when it comes to how I'm running that Instagram account, you can hit me up directly there. I'm always looking at your comments. I'm always looking at your DMs. Um, most of the time, I don't get DMs from you. I get them from spam bots. But, you know, if one of yours does pop up, I see it. So uh, so don't worry there. Um, but we're going to go ahead and just jump into... Uh, um, and while I'm recording this, I'm recording this on Sunday night, just hours after the Broncos game against the Jets. Uh, this will be out, of course, mornings. Uh, the thing drops before I'm now on Standard Time over um, on Spotify. And I, it, it drops. All right. I don't need to go through the whole spiel every single time. I'll drop myself crazy. Uh, and, of course, uh, with it being a Monday, if you're catching this before 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, so go on over and check me out. I'm about to be live. Um, so, uh, like I said, I'm live. Pretty much 10, uh, every single Monday, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, over on Twitch uh, with Mile High Report. That is over at twitch.tv forward slash mhr underscore live. I'll be there to uh, break down a little bit more about the game, break down a little bit more about the offense, and just take a look at a little bit more in depth dive and get the latest news as well. Uh, but we do this every single Monday, whether it be game breakdowns, news updates, all that fun stuff. Um, and the chat is always a blast. You guys are awesome. Can't wait to uh, uh, see you guys there. Um, but 
let's go ahead and jump to this game breakdown here because one thing that I have to say is I just sincerely hope that this is rock bottom for not only this offense but for this team itself but also it's hard to say team like I guess I really only mean offense because special teams uh Brandon McMass did have the miss PAT and field goal today I'll give him the benefit of the doubt it's it was windy and he's normally really good but I guess that is a bit of a concern of mine with the would have made the game um if he did if he made those two kicks it would have been a um 16 to 13 game so things might have been a little bit different down in the stretch but also you never know uh, hindsight's 2020 um and then also uh the defense is just playing out of their damn minds they are incredible this four game stretch honestly this uh, maybe not the four game everything but the Raiders game essentially has just been amazing they held the Seahawks to 17 points which turns out to be a high scoring offense somehow okay uh, because they're actually leading the NFC West right now it's the Seattle Seahawks all right but then the, they limit the Texans to nine points the 49ers to 10 points the Colts to 12 points the Chargers to 19 points now the Jets to just 16 points um, I, I guess one thing to give credit to the offense is that they scored almost as many points as Aaron Rodgers and the Packers did. So maybe this game actually isn't as bad as it looks. No, I'm just playing. This game was horrible. Um, let, 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 let's be honest with ourselves. Um, so that, that uh, it's hard to say any other part of this team besides the offense. And you know what? Here we go. I'm just going to say it. You, you guys have heard my thoughts. You've been listening to my, my podcast as of over the last week. You know, I've been trying to give Hackett every um, bit of benefit of the doubt. Every Just trying to extend his leash. Give him some time. <sighs> I'm done. I'm done with Hackett. I am officially done with a Nathaniel Hackett. And I would love for this team to move on from him immediately. Because it... There is no confidence in this guy. There is no confidence in his leadership ability. There is no confidence in his play calling. His play calling is absolutely atrocious. This is a coach that can't make up his mind on what to do, even with you know the, the, the guy they brought in, the experience, Jerry Roseburg. He's going to change everything. No, he hasn't. And don't even get me started on Hackett's precious analytics that are apparently saving him. But no, they're not. Because he can't make up his mind. The Broncos need a one. We need one yard. Hackett calls a pass play. Oh, we need three yards. Hackett calls a shotgun play. We need ten yards. Oh, no, let's give a Hail Mary. Oh, my God. Oh, the offense is by far the worst in the league. It's a league-wide embarrassment every single week. There's no rhyme or reason to this play calling. You can kick a 56-yarder on the windy day. Yeah, I guess that's one thing I'll go back to, to, to McMaslin, especially given the benefit of the doubt. It's a 56-yarder, right? That's not an easy kick. Uh, but Or, or so you want to kick a 56-yarder on the, on the windy day, right? But then you want the punt instead of kicking one in perfect weather. Uh, that, that's just this season. Or quarterback sneak up fourth and one. Or then we punt it on fourth and one. What are we doing? What are we doing? It's really like he has no idea what's going on here. And I think the biggest winner of this Broncos game, the biggest winner, is Russell Wilson. Because this proves it 
most of this blame, of course, Wilson's going to be taking some of the blame here. I mean, he's uh, he's possibly a future Hall of Fame quarterback. He's an All Pro. You know, he's making all this money, so he has to bear some of the blame there. But Hackett's offense just is horrible. All he knows uh, to do on third and fourth down is. In short, it's just shotgun pass. Listen to this. So, average yards to go on third and fourth down um, is so. So, if we take a look at third down, um, they uh, the Broncos were five for sixteen on third down. On average, they had a they had six point seven five yards to gain. So, on average, their third down they had to convert almost. It was almost third and seven on average. On average um and on fourth down they had three attempts they're one for three and on average fourth down they had almost five yards to gain to be able to pick up the first down that is horrible it's no it, it makes perfect sense why they're only creating five uh, only um converting over a little bit more than 25 percent of their third downs it's because they have to get seven yards of play seven yards that's beyond unsustainable. In fact, you, I don't even can't call it called sustainable because there's nothing to sustain. That is putting your offense in an impossible position every single time, and you're not even going to have the right play call to be able to pick it up. Um, and then, uh, oh my gosh, I, we saw this saw this against the Colts. You know, um, not not to bring up um, fresh blood or anything or, or old blood or anything like that because we have plenty on the plates to worry about already. But remember when they um, had KJ Hamler? One was you know pretty open in the end zone when they went for it on fourth and one, not even fourth and goal, but fourth and one. All right, um, to in the last possession against the Colts. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. They had three guys in the end zone. Not a single guy in the flats. You only had to pick up one yard. That wasn't even an option for Russ. All right, and then today we have stuff we're trying to, or uh, uh, the last play of the game, or um, on on the um, last drive, it's Hackett setting this team up for failure. Because uh, let's take a look at this one. All right, um, because the last drive, so of course this um, the Broncos were lucky enough to have that interception overturned. All right. Um, so that was cool. And then it, it's still incomplete. So you have a fourth and 10 and what do you do? You go deep to KJ Hamler to the end zone, but that was even the, the, the worst part. The, uh, one of the worst parts before that was it was third and 10 and you go deep left. All right. It, oh my gosh, dude. It, it, it's just, it, it's just so bad. The play calling, doesn't make any sense it's so freaking bad dude it <laughs> it's just so bad or even better or even better uh if the new york jets 25 the broncos you know trailing 16 to 9 minute 55 in the fourth quarter fourth and three we have to go for it let's go ahead and do this thing we need three yards to pick up the 20 to pick up the first and what do we do Deep right pass to Cortland Sutton. Like Hackett, 
what are we doing here? And this is even worse because, of course, they're being put in horrible positions to go on third and fourth down. But it's because it's still Broncos or the worst team in the league on first down as well. Because um, the Broncos have 32 first down plays. And on average, they only picked up 4.6 yards per play. Now, that doesn't sound necessarily horrible, because if we, but if we take out the one um, play, because, of course, on first down, they had that 45-yard pass to Jerry Judy, which was a beaut, but that was pretty much the only highlight of the day um, besides, um, you know, the, the lone touchdown. Uh, but if we take out that one play... On 31 first down plays, the Broncos are only averaging 3.3 yards per play. So on average, they are lining up for second and seven. And then a lot of times they'll throw an incomplete pass. That's why third down was typically third and seven. It's it, it, it's so it's so so dumb. You know, and, and we talk. And, and one of the things here is that Hackett. Yes, what we what we see in this game again, like we saw last week, we saw, and um, like we saw against uh, the the Raiders, we saw first quarter success. But that's only because I I, I really believe Hackett. There, if there is one good quality to him, he can do fairly well at scripting plays. A lot of the coaches, if you don't know, a lot of you guys do know, but if you don't know, what a lot of times is you'll script the first um, couple drives of the game, especially the first drive. A lot of teams have like 10 plays scripted or more. So that's why the Broncos look like they have success in, in the first quarter base. Hackett, to, to his ability, he knows how to script plays. But what he doesn't do know how to do is call plays on the fly. It's ca- calling plays anything but the first quarter. Um, and it... Okay, okay. Before I get any further, we the next thing I want to get to while we're still on the whole play calling stuff, I need you guys just we're going to listen to something Hackett's after the game. Um, yeah, just go ahead, take a listen to this, please. Uh, I think we'll always look at everything. Uh, I always look at myself first and foremost. If there's something that uh, we all agree that I might hold the team back or anything like that, sure. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I think there are plays to be, to be had there. I think we have been in and out of the huddle. Everything, the communication has been really good. Uh, but we'll look at everything. We'll always look at everything to try to improve and help this offense. But it is the case. It is the case, you daft dude. Come on. I swear, he ha- he talks like he's the most humble coach out there. He talks like he's the most down-to-earth coach out there. But he can't see past himself right here. He can't see that his play calling is the biggest detriment to this Broncos team. He can't get out of his own way. I don't know if it's a pride thing. I don't. It doesn't seem that way. I, is it maybe just like an inexperienced thing? Is it just an ignorant thing? Whatever the case is, I don't know. But the case is that... Your play calling, Nathaniel Hackett, is ruining this Broncos team. It's time for you to give it up. It's time for you to give it up. Please. If, if the Broncos are going to keep him on, if the Broncos aren't just going to leave his butt in London after they lose to the Jags, who, by the way, they are going to the season, they were six and a half point favorites on, on the Jags. And now I think you can get them for four and a half point underdogs to the Jags. That is a 10 point difference. That is massive that's just how bad the broncos are so leave him in london um or if you keep him on 
have someone else call plays after the Jags, the Broncos going to the bye week. You can that's plenty of time to sell things down and to put someone in charge that can actually have a chance of putting the Broncos offense in positions for success. But there's my hacker rant for the day. Um, uh, won't be my only one. Well, won't be my only one. This is it, it's just bad. It's just bad. Uh, but before I leave you guys off, let's go ahead and talk the latest injury news. We got a few injuries to talk about here. One, Cam Fleming um, has a quad injury. He suffered this one a little bit later into the game. Calvin Anderson had to go in for left tackle for him. Um, and he right now is listed with a quad injury. Um, and the latest is um, that that's pretty much the latest I have on him right now. On to the, the um, I guess, another bad injury is going to be Mike Boone. He's uh, left this game early with an ankle injury. Um, the initial x-rays are negative, so no breaks. That's awesome. So now they're just going to take a look at soft tissue, tissue kind of stuff. Um, he will be undergoing an MRI on Monday. And then the biggest injury that the Broncos suffered here, it was a little bit of a scare with Jerry Judy, but he ends up being okay. Um, the biggest thing here is Baron Browning. Right now, he's listed with a strained hip. Um, we saw him on the sideline after the injury and throughout the rest of the game. He looked like he was um, didn't look like he was in much pain. Looked like he was just kind of hanging out there. So luckily, if, if it's just a strained hip, nothing is going to be crazy. Um, that's just the initial diagnosis, um, and he will also be going undergoing an MRI on Monday. Um, I guess Russell Wilson news. The latest we have from is pretty much um, is after the game with Hackett as well. Uh, he says that signs are indicating that he will be back next week for the Jags in London. But as long as Hackett is calling plays. That means nothing. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much going to wrap it for that's pretty much all I, I got uh, right now. Just my initial thoughts after the game. I really just can't focus on anything but the atrocious play calling um, that the Broncos are uh, are stuck with. Um, now, I'll probably have some more fleshed out thoughts once we go live over on Twitch at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on Monday. So once again, if you're listening to this podcast before 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, go ahead and catch us live over on Twitch. That's twitch.tv forward slash MHR underscore live. But if you were not able to catch us live, no big deal. That doesn't matter because another thing that you can do um, is not only you can go over to Twitch and just watch the replay if you want to see the video and all my my graphics included. You know what I mean? Um, but also, uh, we are now starting to release the audio versions of those live shows over um, on all of our podcasting platforms as well. So you can go ahead and catch the replay either by going to Twitch um, and just watching the replay there, um, or you can just tune into the catch the audio over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you're listening to right now. It will be up there as well, just um, uh, in the matter of hours after um the live stream and it goes final uh but like i said you can find all of our amazing stuff if you haven't yet that's at milehighreport.com tons of awesome articles um a day um we got dropping podcasts daily we got all that good stuff we have an awesome facebook and twitter account um then also yours truly runs the instagram account as well so go ahead drop that one to follow i love seeing all your guys interaction there um, a lot of negativity but also i don't blame you because i am there but for you guys that are just able to be that light and stay positive through all this you guys are just freaking 
awesome. Uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Truly appreciate every single one of you that have taken time out of your day and given that to us here at Mile High Report. Um, do not feel underappreciated because you guys are the best fans in the history of sports. And that is no hyperbole. That is just fact. Uh, but my name's Ross, and uh, this has been Horse Tracks for October 24th. It's a Monday. Let's go out and have the best week as possible. You guys, stay safe, stay blessed. We're going to get through this eventually. I I, I think, maybe. No promises.